to glory land. It won't be long until I take the hand of Jesus Christ with a great big smile. We sit right down and talk a while. Charles Watson was born again on May 23, 1975, at the California Men's Colony. His transformation can best be described as amazing grace. Here's one of his messages from his early years of ministry. Let us turn in our Bible this morning to John chapter 7. John chapter 7. Everyone open your Bible. You have one on the pew if you did not bring your Bible. John chapter 7, beginning with verse number 37 for the scripture reading. John 7, 37. In the last day, that great day of the feast. Let me stop right there just for a second. There was a feast taking place here when Jesus came out and spoke. And this was the Feast of Tabernacles. And for seven days, they were putting water out in the tabernacle. They were bringing these big pitchers of water or vessels of water out, and they were pouring them out in the court of the tabernacle for seven days. Now, this was the last day of the feast. The feast went for eight days, and on the eighth day, there wasn't any water there. They didn't pour any water out on the last day. And this was to celebrate the water out of the rock back in the Old Testament where the children of Israel was out in the desert and didn't have anything to drink and all of a sudden Moses smote the rock and the water came out. Do you remember that? Well, that's what this was celebrating. It was the Feast of Tabernacles. And on the eighth day, there wasn't any water there, so Jesus spoke up on that last day. And it says, Jesus said... Or Jesus stood and cried, saying, Can you just see Jesus standing and crying and saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. There wasn't any water being poured out on that day. So he said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, mark that word believeth, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, that's what was going to flow, which they that believed on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. Now going back up to this scripture in verse number 37, where it says, If any man thirst, are you any man this morning? I believe we have a lot of any mans in here today, right? Any man, if any man, well, that means any of you that are in here today. If any man thirst, if any man thirst, that's you, amen. Say, that's me. That's me. If I thirst, that's me, amen. If any man thirst. Now, I looked up that word thirst, and it means if you desire or crave. If any man desires or craves, let him come. Now, you know, if you have a desire or if you have a crave, you have two places you can go. You can go to the world and get your fill, or you can come unto Jesus and get your fill. 
You have a choice. You're any man, and if you have a craving or if you have a desire, you can come unto the devil, to the world, or you can come unto Jesus. I cannot make it any more simple than that. You have a choice. Any man has a choice. Every man is a free moral agent, and you can choose life or you can choose death. You go to Jesus, you choose life. If you crave after the devil, you choose death. You can crave and desire Satan or you can crave and desire God. Amen? And it says that you thirst and come. That word come means to approach. Who are you approaching today? Are you approaching the things of the devil or are you approaching the things of God? One has a bad result. Amen? But if you approach Jesus, you're going to have a good result. Now, Jesus says, when you thirst, when you crave or desire, if you come to him, you need to drink. Well, I looked up that word drink. What does that word drink mean? It means to swallow or to absorb. To swallow. What have you been swallowing? Boy, I tell you, when I was in the world, I swallowed a lot of what he had. And I got a lot of what he got. Matter of fact, I just did 12 years of what he got, and I'm still doing it. I swallowed a lot. In other words, I came unto the enemy, to Satan, and I drank of his what he had, and I got what he had as a result. But now I have come to God, and now I'm drinking of what he has given, and I'm thirsting and craving after what he has given, and now I have God's results in my life. Amen? Amen. It's a choice that we have. You have that same choice. Now, it says here that when you drink, in verse number 38, it says, if you come to him drinking and you believe on Jesus, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Do you see how all that goes together? You come unto Jesus and you drink of him and then rivers of living water flows out which is good water. Amen? And then in verse number 39 it says, But this spake he of the Spirit which they that believe on him should receive. See, when you believe on Jesus, you receive the Holy Spirit. And when you receive the Holy Spirit, then the rivers of living water gushes out and gushes out and gushes out and gushes out. And it brings forth a good results in the world. And that's what you call the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. The love, the joy, the peace, and the patience. But if you come to the old devil and you come up to him and you're craving and hungering and desiring the things of the world like I did... And like you probably did, you drink in that and that garbage comes in and then out flows rivers of dead water. Amen? Dead water. Because I believed Satan had what I wanted and what I needed and I got the results of what he had. But now I have changed my mind. I have repented of that. And now I have went for the things of God and thirsted after him. In came the rivers of living water. And now the word of God and the goodness of God is gushing forth out of me in a prosperous and a productive life. Amen? Amen. Because I went to the proper source. Imagine like you, when you were out in the world, 
You really had a craving and a thirst and a desire for things like beer and liquor. Amen? And drugs. How many in here drank before they got into prison? Come on, tell the truth. How many drank beer and liquor? Well, I see almost all of your hands raised up. So therefore, you can see that you were drinking in the things of the world. Amen? Amen. Drinking in the things of the world. In my college life, I went and gulped down all the beer I could at the fraternity parties. I went and gulped down all the liquor that I possibly could get my hands on and got drunk and had all kinds of car wrecks. I've seen all kinds of garbage come forth from people that drink. I've seen all kinds of sickness and disease come forth from people that, that, that have drunk after the things of the devil. One doctor says this about beer and liquor. He says it gives you a red nose, it gives you a black eye, gives you a white liver, a yellow streak, a green brain, dark brown breath, and a blue outlook. That's what beer and liquor does. Amen? It's a disease. It's a disease. And if you could pick out a problem today in this world, it would be a beer and alcohol problem. And when you get out, you're going to have to be able to overcome that. So therefore, you need to know quite frankly and clearly what the results of that is going to be if you go for it. See, you have the choice. If any man come unto Jesus and drink of what Jesus has, the living water will flow forth. If you come unto the devil and drink of what he's got, the garbage will flow forth. That is as clear as I can make it this morning. You have a choice. You reap what you sow, in other words. Amen? The devil has the results, and Jesus has the results. Now, my challenge to you this morning is to begin to thirst and crave and desire the things of God. A lot of times I just kind of throw up my hands and say, what's the matter? Why don't more people crave after the things of God? Why don't more people crave after the things of Jesus? Why don't more people crave and desire the Word of God? It's the best that there is to offer in this life. And then I see all this craving and thirsting and I see all these men thirsting and coming and drinking after the things of the devil and I just can't understand it because I know what the results are going to be. And you know what the results are going to be. They're going to be bad results. I cannot understand why a man just doesn't come and serve God and taste of the things of God and receive that which is good. Listen to this scripture. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. Blessed is the man that trusteth and believeth in God. That's Psalms 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You begin to taste of the things of the Lord and get into the Word of God and come into the Word of God and drink of the Word of God and absorb the Word of God and swallow the Word of God and eat of the Word of God and eat at the Lord's table, brother, you will see because you've been tasting and the Lord will be good. The Lord will be good and your life will be blessed because the Word of God says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in Him. You want to be happy? 
You want to be happy in this life? I was looking for peace and joy and love in this life. Well, begin to taste and see what the Lord has for you. You begin to taste and see what the Lord has for you, and you will be blessed. I'm blessed. And I'm proud of it, praise God, because it magnifies the Lord and what He's done for my life. It's Jesus, amen. You've heard the thing said, satisfaction guaranteed? Well, I tell you, satisfaction is guaranteed when you go and thirst and drink of the Lord. Satisfaction is guaranteed because the Word says, out of your belly will begin to flow rivers of living water. But those rivers of living water, the Word says in John 7, 39, He spake that they which believe should receive it. And if you receive it, if you believe what I'm saying this morning, and you receive what I'm saying, and you go and do and act upon what I'm saying, and begin to taste of the Word of God and drink of Jesus, and you'll have a good, blessed results. You have the choice. You can do one of the two. And satisfaction is guaranteed. If you don't like it, you hadn't given anything, you know. If you don't like it, you can give it back. You hadn't paid any money for it. Amen? Amen. If it doesn't satisfy you, hey, turn and go the other direction. But I tell you what, when you taste and see how good the Lord is, and you get into the goodness of God, you'll never go back to beer and liquor and alcohol again. You won't have any need for it anymore. Not one need. They got an organization called Alcoholic Anonymous. Weekly they give testimonies of how God, they call him the supreme being, and I know a lot of them believe in Jesus Christ. Fred Bell now up here believes in Jesus Christ. He gives all the glory to Jesus Christ for delivering him from the demon of alcohol, from the disease of alcohol. It's a disease, amen? It's a disease. And thousands of people weekly testify to the fact that God has delivered them from the demon of alcohol and beer and the things of the world. Amen? It's a lot of Christians in Alcoholic Anonymous. They give testimonies. Listen to this. One guy said, My dad was the owner of a beer tavern. Nightly I witnessed hell let loose. In that place I have vivid memories of bloody fights, families being neglected, little children crying for daddy to come home. That's the results of alcohol and beer. Listen to this. A dear aunt of mine was one of the refined, dignified people who drank. One night after a drinking party, my aunt was killed by an intoxicated man. Her body was all butchered up and dumped into a trash can. That's the results of drinking after the things of Satan. As a small boy, I was kidnapped and my life was endangered by a man who drank one beer after the other. Beer caused the man to commit this shameful act that was terrifying to my family and me. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, and he comes in the guise of beer and liquor. Jesus Christ comes that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. If you thirst of the Word of God and come to Jesus and eat of His Word and drink of His Word and you get into it, you will see that because of that, out of your bellies will flow rivers of living water if you will receive and believe. The Spirit flows forth from them that believe the Word of God and receive the Word of God. (laughs) 
You know, when I was in the world, and when I was drinking and having drugs and in my life and parties and all kinds of garbage that I was allowing to come forth in my life, I had nothing but bad results. It just got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And you know something? Even came to prison and was five years in prison and I was still doing the same thing that got me in here in the first place. The same identical thing that got me in here in the first place. And in 1975, I come to the decision that what I was doing did not quench my first. It did not stop my first. It did not put out my thirst. I still had a thirst. Do you understand what I'm saying? I still had a need. Drugs and alcohol did not, did not take care of my need. It did not quench my thirst. I was still like a dog running around lapping up water. Amen? Lapping up all the drugs I could get my hands on, even in prison. Lapping it up, lapping it up. Running around thirsty. You ever seen an old dog running around? All of a sudden he's been running for about five or six miles and he comes home and all of a sudden he comes to the little water pan and he drinks all that water up in about one minute. Just lap, 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 and he's got it. Amen? Well, that's the way we were, amen, until I got to be with Jesus. And started becoming thirsty for the Lord and he satisfied me and I found out I, I, I found out I found what I was looking for all my life. It would satisfy that quenching and that thirsting. See, it's, if any man come to Jesus and drink, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's what I needed. Rivers of living water. I needed the Holy Ghost, amen, to come forth out of me. Glory to God. Over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse number 18, you say, well, Charles, why should I not drink? Well, because the Bible says not to. It says, and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit. Don't be drunk with wine in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Again, the word drink means to swallow, to absorb, and it especially means to drink alcohol to the excess. That's what it means. It means to drink alcohol to the excess. Paul is saying here, don't be drunk with wine where in excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen? There was a brewery strike up in British Columbia. Many of you might remember it. It was several years ago, though, and there was thousands of, of thirsty people up there, man. There were a lot of alcoholics up there. There were people that just couldn't live without their beer every day or their bottle of booze every day. So there was just a, a, a flood of people that started running across the U.S. border to buy beer. And that was reported in the newspapers that people were flooding over the border and running over the border to buy booze. Amen? Now what if people were to be running to the Lord like that? Who are we craving today? Are we craving the things of the devil or are we craving the things of the world? Jesus says over in Matthew chapter 5, verse number 6, he says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, and they shall be filled. 
That word blessed means, oh, how happy. If you want to be happy today, begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness, after a right standing with God. And you will be filled. You will be filled. You will be filled. Again, Jesus says, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. And as you drink, you will be filled, amen, with the Holy Ghost, with the things of the Spirit and not the things of some evil spirit. Evil spirits bring bad results. God's Holy Ghost and craving after God's Spirit brings good results, amen? Taste and see. Taste and see. Over in the book of John again in chapter number 4, verse number 14, Jesus speaking to the woman at the well said, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him as a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen? Amen. This water that Jesus is giving here causes a person to never thirst again. Amen? Amen? If you will make the decision now to come unto Jesus and drink... You will never thirst again. Do you believe that? Amen. If you'll make that decision right now. Now, some of you haven't made that decision. But Jesus says in John 4, 14, that if you do come unto him and drink, you will never thirst. You'll never thirst. You'll never crave. You'll never desire the things of the world again. Amen. And if you do, Come to a point to where you're being tempted by a beer or by a bottle of booze. You will immediately be able to focus your attention on Jesus and be able to overcome that and say, hey, I know the results of that and therefore I'm going to serve Jesus and live a prosperous and productive and successful life. Amen? You'll be able to immediately know what the light is and what the darkness is. You'll be walking in the light so much and in the Word of God and thirsting after the Word of God and walking in the Word of God so much that when that alcohol and booze temptation comes up to you, all of a sudden a big light will shine on it and you'll say, oh, boy, it'll just be ugly to you. You won't like it anymore. Amen? I'm not saying that you have to give up beer and alcohol before you come to Jesus. If you could, you wouldn't need to come to Jesus. What you have to do is come to Jesus and thirst and drink after him and then rivers of living water begins to flow out. You don't have to give up anything to come to Jesus. What you have to do, you have to change your way of thinking and say, I'd rather follow Jesus than, than the devil. That's what you have to do. You say, well, Charles, what do I have to do? Well, this is it. I think there's some of you in here that aren't saved today. I think there's some of you in here that need to make a conscious decision that you're going to thirst after the things of God. If you're saved in here and a Christian in here today, you need to make a decision that you're going to begin to hunger and thirst after righteousness and hunger and thirst after the things of Jesus, drink after the things of Jesus, and know that you shall get good results. You're going to have to make a decision to do that. If you're unsaved today, you need to acknowledge that you're a sinner. For all have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God. If you're in here today and you're saved, you need to acknowledge the fact that you've been missing the mark. 
and that you need to make a conscious decision that you're going to begin today, not tomorrow, today, not when you get out, but today to serve the Lord and to hunger and thirst after the things of God. If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink, and out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You've got to begin to drink of Jesus. So if you are saved today and you're not drinking of Jesus, you need to decide to drink of Jesus. If you're not saved today, you need to acknowledge the fact that you're a sinner and that the wages of sin is death. And for all of sin and all have come short of the glory of God. Second, you need to do this. You need to realize that you can't save yourself. If you did, you wouldn't need Jesus. You've got to realize that you've got an alcohol problem. You've got to realize that you've got a problem that you can't overcome. You've got to realize that you've got a problem that only God can solve. If you're not saved in here this morning, you've got, uh, you got a sin problem and only God can save you. If you're in here, you're an alcoholic this morning. If you're in here, you, you, you need help on overcoming uh, the demon of drinking. You've got to recognize that only God can give you the power to do that. Only the grace of God. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not in yourself, not faith in yourself to give up the bottle, not faith in yourself to give up sin, but you've got to have faith in God. Third, you need to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, for that's the only way to be saved and to not go to hell. You need to believe also that if you're an alcoholic or a drinker in here this morning or a dope addict, that you need to believe that if you come to God and you get into His Word and drink after Him, He shall give you the power to overcome it. That's what you've got to believe. You've got to believe that. You've got to believe that Jesus has your answer. Whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're not saved in this, mor this morning, if you come to Jesus and confess your sins before Him, He will save you. If you believe that He did away with your sins at the cross, He will save you. If you believe that by the cross He gave you power to overcome the demon of drinking, the demon of drugs, or whatever demon you're trying to get out of your life, if you believe that, you shall come and acknowledge that, and you shall be given the power to overcome that. He that believeth out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. You've got to believe in Jesus. And fourthly, when you receive Christ into your life, you've got to recognize that you're changed by God's power, not anything you've done. You've made the decision to let God take over through the person of Jesus Christ. As many as received him, to them gave you the power to become sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. God's the one that does it. He even gives you the power to repent. And that's what you need to do lastly is repent. You need to repent of your old way of life and say, Father God, I've decided to thirst after you and not thirst after the devil. You've got to change your way of thinking. got to change your way of thinking. In other words, begin to know that God has your answer. That God has your answer. Not booze and alcohol and liquor. And come to God and receive Him into your life and hunger and thirst after Him. And then out of you will flow rivers of living water, which is power. Power to overcome the things of the devil. Power from God. Power from on high. The dynamite power of God comes into you to give you strength and wisdom and faith in God to be able to overcome all the things of the enemy. Amen? The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but Jesus comes to give you life and to give it more abundantly. Now you need to do what you know. 
This week I was thinking about somebody getting out. I says, well, if he goes out there and he does what he knows to do, he'll be okay. If he does what he knows to do, well, that's the problem. You know what to do. Now, if you do it, if you do it, if you do it, that's the question. Are you going to do it? If you do what you know to do, you're going to have an abundant life. If you don't do what you know that is right to do, you're going to have a sick life. You're going to have the results of this alcohol, this beer. You're going to have a results of a drug addict life. You're going to have a marriage that is, that is fallen, that is weak. You're going to have children that despise you. You're going to have sickness in your family. You're going to have all the things of the devil and you're not going to like it at all. And at one point in your life, you're going to come to the decision again, maybe five years down the road, say, I should have listened back there five years ago and I wouldn't have to went through all this. Amen. Listen today. If you do what you know right now, you'll come to Jesus, you'll thirst after God and recognize that He will fill you with that thirst that you have, with that craving and that desire that you have that only He can fill if you'll just continually come, come, come to Him. Continually approach God. Not one day read His Word and the next day don't read it for a few days. Read His Word every day. Come to God. Approach God. Approach God. If you're having problems today, it's nobody's fault but your own. You're not approaching God. If you're approaching God, it says out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. It's up to you.